Kia ora, I'm Andrew Whiteside. Shardon Meredith is an actor and poet in New Zealand of Samoan heritage. He has worked and acted in many theatre, film and television roles, including the Kiwi soap Shortland Street. In this interview with me, he talks about a very personal theatrical production called Waiting, which opens in Auckland on the 26th of September 2023. Um, Shardon, really good to talk to you this morning. Um, how are you going? Good. Good. I'm just, um, my wife's the director, so she, we're just in the rehearsal and we're just doing the lines run. Okay, so is she tapping her foot and say, come on, hurry up, we've got, we've got some work to do? A little bit, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll try, I'll try not to take up too much time. No, no, so, no um, so we're talking about uh, waiting, which I understand is a very personal project for you. Just just give me a, a little bit of, in your own mind what this, uh, what this uh, production is about and why you want to do it. Uh, waiting is a letter to my son mm-hmm. um, and it deals with my life story and then like the I'm just kind of giving him an outlay of um, what I've been through but for him to like kind of take his own um, to build his own story through those life lessons or mm-hmm. or, th- or the events that I've kind of gone through um, and I deal with that that letter through beat poetry and movement. Fantastic. And and so this is Arlo. How old is um, Arlo? So Arlo's eight. And when we first made it, he was nearly two. Mm-hmm. So um, it's been a, probably about a six-year journey worth waiting. Has he seen any bit of it, or is he too young at this stage? Um, no, he has seen. He, he it was funny because it was like, are you doing that show about me, Daddy? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, okay, cool. And it's now that he's getting older, he's like, oh yeah, I know that thing. So he just goes and does his own thing when we're in rehearsals and that. But beforehand, he used to love the. I mean, it was in its earlier stages. I had a lot of props, so yeah, um, which we've stripped back. And um, and that and and that and saying that the movements kind of taken over the props. Yeah. But when he used to look at it, it was quite magical in a sense. Yeah. And then my body does the magical stuff. So. <laughs> I suppose it'll be quite interesting. Uh, so he had initial curiosity and then he's kind of, kind of moved for away from it. It'll be interesting as he gets a little bit older, maybe into his teens, whether he'll come back to the, to the stories, maybe have some interest, do you think? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's that funny thing with parents, isn't it? Is, um, I mean, and grandparents, I think you listen to their stories as you're young and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're telling the same old story. <laughs> yeah. But then when you get older, you start realizing how important those stories are. I mean, like, they're, they're quite foundational in a sense. So hopefully, you know, he does listen. I mean, he's a he's an awesome little boy. So he, Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully. I hope, I hope so. Well, well, also, you know, you mentioned grandparents because, of course, as, as the generations leave us, those stories can get lost. So, you know, it's really important oh, yeah. and people start to think, oh gosh, I wish I'd asked grandma this question or, you know, so yeah, it's an important part of our um, personal and, and wider histories, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and my nana plays a heavy part in this um, in waiting. So yeah, um, I, yeah, I think grandparents are key to the development of all human so yeah that intergenerational <laughs> stuff definitely yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so so just to sort of explore beat poetry um for me i i've i have seen some productions so i get i have a sense of what that is what is it for you what how would you describe beat poetry oh great question um so i 
it's waiting has been turned by this by past reviews and people that have come to see see it. And I never see, I I take my hats off to beat poets and poets yeah. in general. So like, um, I hopefully I do the the art form justice. <laughs> um, it just kind of it came through because the 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 show is, I kind of like explore the story through poetry. So it, it was just a natural thing to go into. Um, though though I kind of like these days now I'm just starting to um, be more conversational with my script. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's my wife's direction as well. So that there's more accessibility. Sometimes the, the rhythm of it get, lulls you into something different than the, mm. the point I'm trying to make. Some of the stuff I've read about, uh, about waiting, you're, you're covering some of your own mental health journey as well. Are, are you, do you feel comfortable just talking a little bit about that, about how, you know, how that's manifested and why you wanted to cover that? When we first made it, we were down in Nelson and um, we moved down there because my mother-in-law had terminal bowel cancer. And that was kind of like, as a family, we were kind of dealing with that kind of adversity and that grief. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my nana passed away and then a good friend took his life and then um, some other things had happened along the way. So I just... I think the the I wanted to explore that through mm. through waiting, and that's what we deal with in life in general. We yeah. know that we will die, and um, and it's just kind of I'm just trying to get that across to Arlo as well. So, and, and I guess you know th- those kinds of things that that happen in our lives, and you've you've mentioned too that are, that can be can really throw you when somebody dies. Um, I guess it brings up a range of, of emotions, doesn't it? Uh, you can have depression, grief, obviously, sadness, a sense of um, uh, as though things are not going the way they should. It, it, it can leave you sometimes hopeless. And, and yet, again, that's a part of the process, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've been through a roller coaster of mm. all of those emotions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I describe it as like uh, being out at sea. Like you're just mm. floating out at sea and you don't know where land is sometimes. Yeah, and the waves just keep coming at times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and yeah, through that, and I explore like my earlier days through it, and I think there's generational trauma, there's trauma in, in that, and exploring that, you know, and um, yeah, my journey through it, I think dealing with mental health in general as well, I think I need to de- deal with like being an actor. Yeah, for sure. And the mental health of that, you know, so. That, that's a really interesting one, isn't it? Because, you know, I've interviewed lots of actors over the years and that, gosh, that balance between uh, doubt and confidence and that, that creative process. But those both those things are really important because without that, you can't really give a genuine performance, can you? Oh, no. And it's, we're hunting for vulnerability. And, mm. and if we're closed off to it, I, you know, uh, it's so it's, we're such amazing, you know, human beings being actors and stuff. I mean, yeah. um, to explore those realms of like the human condition is is pretty phenomenal. And I think we forget that sometimes. Mm. <laughs> it's not a, it's not an easy easy yeah. thing to get up on stage or to get in front of the camera and be vulnerable with your with the story, you know. And in, and in front of, uh, in theatre, in front of a whole load of people, often who are strangers. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And we're trying to make connection with you, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, New Zealand-born, yes, but of Samoan heritage, that's... 
That's right. Yeah. So, so you you talk about the struggle with cultural challenges. So, how, again, how has that kind of manifested in your life? Uh, yeah, I think I even talk about it in waiting. I uh, I explore it through. Uh, there's a line that I say, uh, I know nothing of. I wasn't privy to some of the conversations my privileged friends were having. I know nothing of financial literacy. Wow. Um, yeah. So yeah. there's that kind of stuff. There's being brown. There's mm-hmm. um, there's my own cultural, like my own familial situations where there's pressure on me to be a certain way or right, yep. to be more Samoan or to be more Pākehā, Pālangi, you know. So yeah, is that, yeah. Uh, and I think because my son is he's 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 quite fair and he's white passing. So yeah, because um, his mum is Pālangi, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that and that actually that issue can bring it can be quite uh, difficult. Uh, oh, people yeah. who have that mixed heritage um, it can be very challenging. Where which side do you belong to is is a real oh, issue yeah. for many. Yeah, that is such a big. Yeah, I think I found I found that, and you know, I still come across it today. I'm not too. I'm not Samoan enough, or I'm not yeah. you know Pakia enough. So it's really interesting. In the, in the industry, but also like from your own family is like, oh, he, um, yeah, he looks like his mum. He's not that someone, you know. It's kind so, of sad though that, isn't it? It's very you know? sad. It's very sad. And we're constantly like trying to, well, no, we don't talk about it. Like we won't use those words kind of around him, or, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm reminded of, you know, the song Melting Pot and how the the bridge between cultures because we're all the same human family we just do things a bit differently in different oh, cultures yeah. you know and Absolutely. so that 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 bridging of cultures in in the in the generations it can actually be really wonderful yeah oh uh, yeah and me and my wife we have an amazing relationship and her family has been so accommodating to me as well and i've learned a lot through the part to the, for the Palangi side, you know, the, mm-hmm. being in the Western Front, you know, yeah. being successful is like, you know, is allowed. Mm. I think as a Samoan culture, also like as a Polynesian culture, we were like, it's all for everybody else and not for you, you know? Right, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a huge generalisation that I'm making, but... No, yeah. I, I get it, though. It, it's the the thing between individualism and community, isn't it? And yeah. collective community. But, oh, uh, yeah. And but there's I, a balance between that, yeah. And and I guess, you know, without getting too heavy on all this stuff, I, I guess, you know, it, it also shows uh, what uh, colonisation has done. So yeah. this, these, these things are, are there because um, colonised people um, had their culture... Uh, affected so badly by it yeah no i explored that too in a very light way i, mm. I talk about the cultural frameworks that we use as well to Arlo and uh yeah i even talk about hawaii too and to wandanoia kiva so i'm just like you know i'm moving i'm trying to get subtle like conversations or like seeds in there that he might like want to explore so yeah, yeah no brilliant uh, ju- just the last thing in terms of the you know the, the the your life journey so do you find it um healing cathartic to actually have these conversations because i you know the old stiffer upper lip kind of mentality that um new zealand society has had for so long um it does it actually make you feel stronger when you talk about this when you present this kind of stuff um yeah it's been a massive journey worth waiting um where uh, the last time, I think for Wellington, I was in therapy, which was a great, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, yeah, uh, 
Amelia wanted me to be in therapy while I was doing waiting, um, which has given me a great base to to deal with. And yeah, the show is cathartic. Every time we open it up, it was like, what are we doing it for? And then (laughs) we open it up and then we feel the things that we were feeling and we go, oh, okay, this is why. And the purposes for like for vulnerability and specifically Mm. male vulnerability, but in a New Zealand society, but we we go, okay, this is the purpose, this is what we want, you know, we want people to to remember their their grandparents, to to remember their childhood, to to go through things and that it is a it is a roller coaster, but we're all holding it together, you know. So um yeah, it's the, it's cathartic, but yeah. Yeah. challenging sometimes too though <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely it's had its moments with me um yeah also i'm 18 months sober so like this time around it's making and last season was a good good one in wellington because i i can feel the things i can feel the feels of it um through my sobriety as well yeah no that, that's brilliant excellent yeah. uh, just two final things uh because this was mostly about waiting but you're also uh in upu which is, I am uh, yeah. So just just very briefly, uh, tell me about that and maybe what's what's different to what you're doing in in waiting. Oh, I think that, so. Waiting and Upu are my favourite shows to perform because they have so, so much money and purpose to, yeah. to perform and the the audience feedback. But uh, also um, with Upu, it's Māori and Polynesian poetry um, brought to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just taking it off. Like, I remember Fussy Tour, the director, he was he's saying, we, I just wanted to take all of him and Grace were talking, they're having a conversation, and it was like, we just wanted to take it off academia shelves and, like, put it yeah, in front of people. Yeah. And for, like, for our people, Polynesia, Melanesia, for all of us to, like, um, experience that we have this great literature that nobody's really exploring because mm. it's locked away somewhere. Yeah, or, yeah, definitely. Yeah, or it's based down to colonisation where we just like, let's take a Shakespeare out or Moliere. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And the final thing is I always, actors who've been on Shortland Street, I always like to have a quick um, thing because it fascinates me, um, their experiences (laughs) on that show. So so how was Shortland Street for you? Because for a lot of people describe it as it's this factory, you're just churning out episodes. It's great, but it's, you know, it's go, go, go. So how was Shortland Street for you? It was 2019. My wife had been on it for six years, so um, I I knew the building. I knew how it felt. Um, <laughs> inside of it is great. It's so fast. Yeah. It's turning, you know, um, and it's, it's uh, I mean, what half a million people watch it. So um, it's testament to how it like it's got a formula and it runs and um, it's good. Actually, I'm about to start a trial um storylining so oh brilliant um, that, that comes up in november so but I, I yeah i had a great time i i had a great time um being on it i was i think i was on it for three months so so uh, so you're going to experience if you're going to do some some writing you're going to experience the table of pain which i've <laughs> which i've heard an awful lot about where they get around <laughs> and hash things out and your your ideas are pounded away at by <laughs> so, yeah. oh that sounds right up my alley I, yeah <laughs> like being in those uncomfortable positions so. yeah. no that's brilliant um no yeah so yeah and no, i had a great time on shorties that was a good good time um well shadon thank you so much uh, for talking to me and uh, all the best for uh waiting and the continuing um uh, tour of upu oh thank you andrew 
That was Shardon Meredith talking about waiting, which opens on the 26th of September 2023. Now, on my website, you'll find plenty of interviews, reviews, and lots of my opinion. I cover the arts and entertainment industry and the LGBTQ communities. All of that on andrewwhiteside.com. While there, you can sign up for my regular newsletters. And if you want to support my journalism, you can do so by buying me a coffee. Links to that also on the website. I am Andrew Whiteside. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you soon.